Back a couple of years ago, you could get pretty much all the digital content you could want for a reasonable price. Now it's not so affordable. I was going to name all the digital platforms out there, but that would uh, literally take up the entire podcast. It's very important to discuss the role of public libraries and digital materials. So let's talk a little bit about some of the digital platforms and materials that the Manchester City Library is offering. My name is Caleb, and I am the head of outreach for the Manchester City Library. I am here today with a selection of librarians from the Manchester City Library, and I will let them introduce themselves. My name is Becky. I am a Library One in the Information and Technology Department. Hi, my name is Tess, and I'm a Librarian One in the Information and Technology Department. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm a librarian in the Information and Technology Department. All right, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the digital materials and platforms that we have for the Manchester City Library. Uh, and Tess, why don't you go first? Sure. Hoopla is probably uh, the platform I use most. Um, the one thing that I love about Hoopla is there are no waiting lists. So if you want to read something, if it's if they have it on Hoopla, you can read it right away. There's no waiting for the next person ahead of you to return it. I mainly read graphic novels on Hoopla, which you might think that would be difficult to read a whole page of images and text on a tiny screen, but they luckily offer the ability to zoom in and read them frame by frame which is much easier for me because I have a bad habit of reading all the text on the page and ignoring the pictures or just looking at the pictures and then going back and reading the text. So this method is much easier because you can read it one frame and read the text and look at the art at, at the same time. All right. Thank you. Yeah. The uh, Hoopla is very popular with the whole no waiting list. I think with all the discussions that I've had with library card holders, that's the big thing. They like the fact that they don't have to wait for a book. They check it out and they can read it or download it right away. All right, uh, Becca. My favorite platform we have, I use Overdrive the most. Uh, I think they have the widest selection of ebooks and e audiobooks. And not to mention their Libby app is very user friendly, which I love. And I have a Kindle Paperwhite, so they're the only platform that we have that syncs with my Kindle Paperwhite. So I always go to that first if I'm looking for ebooks or e-audio, but I tend to actually use all three platforms that we have. I will check Overdrive first because they have the most and it does sync to my Kindles. And if they don't have it there, then I'll go to Cloud Library, which usually has it has the book I'm looking for. And if neither of them do, Hoopla, like eight to nine times out of 10, will have the book or e-audio that I'm looking for. So I tend to use all three, but I uh, primarily you go to Overdrive first. And Amy, uh, what have you been using? Um, primarily I use uh, Overdrive. Um, I just want to mention, mention at the outset that I'm also the um, audiobooks and CD selector here at the library. So if there's a new fiction or nonfiction audiobook you'd like us to buy, just let us know. Um, so our digital collection. Um, I was at first kind of a Luddite about ebooks. Um, I didn't really want to delve into digital, the digital world, but I've come to realize that it's actually very convenient. Um, you can adjust the font size and the lighting. It's easy to bookmark where you left off. There's no late fees and the items, you know, return themselves. 
Um, still, there's some older titles that aren't available on digital, so if you're looking for those, in my opinion, physical books may still be your best bet. Um, if you're a reader um, who wants the latest and popular fiction series, ebooks are probably a great place to start. And, uh, you know, the ebooks and the audiobooks on Overdrive, I think, have the biggest selection. Um, so that's what I really, I really like. All right. Uh, for myself, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, mostly on Hoopla, uh, but I was able to pick out some random graphic novels. And I actually read Adulthood is a Myth by uh, Sarah Anderson, because that's kind of like a webcomic that I kept on seeing over and over again. And Hoopla had the, uh, the comic collection from that person, and it was, it was very interesting. It's, it's ebooks kind of are a way for me to try out new materials without, you know, investing the time of, like, sitting down with a physical book and, and, and seeing. It's just kind of like a, a way to try out new stuff. Uh, I'm also catching up on my reading of the classics with Slaughterhouse-Five on Cloud Library. Uh, so far, that's like seems like a very bizarre mix of nonfiction and fiction. It's just one of those classic books that I somehow never got around to reading uh, and seemed interesting, so I have that checked out on Cloud Library. And as always, if you're interested in taking a look at any of the resources that we've discussed uh, right now, then you can go to our website, and we have a section that has all of our digital collections for you to peruse. If you have a Manchester City Library card, you have access to everything we just talked about uh, and more. And if you do not have a library card and you can't physically get to the library right now, we are still offering a way to sign up for a library card on our website uh, without actually having to physically come to the library. In addition today, I really want to talk about one of the new features uh, at the library, which is help me find my next book. So Becca, is there anything you can tell us about this to sum up this uh, service? Yeah, so we were trying to think of a way to um, connect more with patrons, especially while we, um, have been, the building has been closed. And I know a lot of our patrons love to just browse the shelves, but obviously that is pretty hard to do with our catalog. So kind of why not, hey, we can help them find their own book. So we came up with this form where you can pick the genres that you like, uh, tell us about books and or authors that you like or don't like, um, and what's important to you in a book. If you like more plot-driven storylines or more character development, we will try to find books based on your preferences and we will send you a list of recommendations and you can look at the different descriptions and if any of them jump out to you, you can let either let us know or um, by email or call or just place the hold for the book, book yourself. So we thought that was a good way to have patrons feel more connected to the library and to different books while we have been closed to the public. Yeah, I mean, I I myself kind of suffer from reader paralysis, where I really enjoy an author, and then I will go in and just devour every single book by that author, but then I'll be stuck, because I've gotten in the habit of reading this sort of book, but like, there's just no books left. So something like this seems like it'd be very good for me because I'd get suggestions on other authors that might be similar or, you know, genres or anything like that. Uh, has anybody else run into anything uh, similar to what I've done? Well, as one of the um, selectors for the Reader's Advisory, uh, whenever we get a request, 
I always find myself finding books that I want to read as we go through that process. So it's it's been beneficial for me as well as the patrons, which I enjoy. Yeah, I know sometimes even I, if I've either, like you, Caleb, either just read straight through an author or even just through a series, I sometimes I get stuck like, I want to read something new, but I have no idea what I want to read. So this really, this also really helps if you're just, even if you know the what kinds of books you like in different authors, but if you just read through the uh, series or a specific author, but you want to branch out, but don't know where to start, this is also a good way to do it. It's very interesting and helpful for the, you know, the general public. You don't have to be somebody who's a, a voracious reader. Uh, if you just have a general idea of what you might be interested in and you just want a starting point, this is a very good thing because it's not like we'll just give you like one book. Uh, we'll give you some options to take a look at, and then you can kind of make up your own mind where you want to start with that. Is that correct, or am I? <laughs> yep. So um, we actually, one of the questions in the form is how many books you usually take out at a time, and we will base the number of uh, recommendations on that, or pretty close to that number. So if you only take out one or two books, we'll give, uh, there's, you'll have a, uh, a list of at least five or six books to pick from. So it's not, or if you take out more, we'll have a longer list that way, depending on if you are a voracious reader or you only read on occasion, the recommendations won't be too overwhelming amount wise. So we do base it on, oh, if you only, how many books you take out at a time. Yeah. And again, too, if you have a quick question, uh, I think people kind of forget that the information desk is still a thing. You can send us emails, you can call us, that is always available to you during the library hours and uh, the email and chat with the librarian function. Uh, both of those you can find on our website easily. We have tools for all sorts of people that are interested in finding out what's happening at the uh, Manchester City Library right now. Uh, coming up, we have a huge selection of virtual children's programs on Facebook. So please check out our Facebook and our events calendar on our website to find out all about those. Uh, we have an interesting uh, DIY crafting kit for curbside pickup coming up. That's going to start on Tuesday, March 9th. And you can pick up a kit through the curbside service. This is a adult crafting kit. You can follow simple folding instructions to make origami boxes and string them up for decorations. And again, those crafting DIY kits will be available on March 9th on our curbside pickup service. Uh, we're having another book discussion via Zoom. A woman of no importance, the untold story of the American spy who helped win World War II. That's going to be Thursday, March 11th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This is going to be a Zoom book discussion. And we're, it's going to be tracing the story of uh, mid-20th centuries by Virginia Hall, detailing her pivotal role in coordinating resistance activities in Europe that helped change the course of World War II. And again, that's going to be Thursday, March 11th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. If you're interested in signing up for any of our library programs, please visit our library calendar. When you click on the event, there will be instructions how to sign up for the Zoom program, as well if you're accessing the Facebook calendar events, under the events will be instructions on how to join the uh, Zoom meeting for our digital programs. 
And if you're interested in all the goings-on at the Manchester City Library, MCL Notes is the newsletter of the Manchester City Library and the West Manchester Branch Library. The newsletter is shared via email. Get information about library news, services, and all the upcoming programs. This has been MCL Notes, the official podcast of the Manchester City Library. Find us at Manchester Library dot o-r-g